Welcome back to the productivity tip of the day show. And let me tell you guys, today's tip is everything. It is chock full of amazing core foundational tips of productivity. So pay attention. Today's tip is the content consumption lunch break. Now, this seems like a weird productivity tip, I'm sure, for anyone who is knowledgeable about productivity and knows that the most productive people don't consume a lot of content. So why would the content consumption lunch break be a productive tip? And it is because putting your content consumption within boundaries allows you to be productive on the time that you're not doing whatever your boundaries have been set as. So in this case, the content consumption lunch break, which I will say is my favorite lunch break and the one I turn to most often actually lately, is the best because you're able to trust that you can consume your content within the boundaries that you've set. So let's let's dive deeper into this. So when I talk about content consumption, what am I talking about? There's multiple things that you could do. We've already talked about listening. So in this episode, I'm going to just focus in on the watching or the reading of the content. Um, so if you like... Lo- lots of YouTube videos, TED Talks. Um, I take a lot of online courses that have video elements, whatever it is. Some of you guys like TV shows, movies, documentaries, all sorts of things that you will watch and consume. So we're talking about that, but we're also talking about reading. Um, If you read books or online articles or um, ebooks, all sorts of, you know, reading material. I would also include social media in here, but we have talked a lot about social media lately. So I'm, I'm trying to give you guys a, a little break from um, how I feel about social media. But um, when we talk about content consumption, we're talking about input. We're talking about putting um, our attention onto things that may come up with ideas and things if we're learning or maybe we're just simply being entertained, but we're not necessarily doing something. We're not doing output. Now, there are certainly some exceptions. If you are a researcher or you're in a field where consuming content actually assists you in the doing, um, I I think all content actually assists us in some way in doing something. However, for the most part, we can probably say that we could be more productive doing other things and actually creating output rather than taking in more and more and more. And this is a real thing. This is something that a lot of people are addicted to and they get sucked into the content consumption vortex of, you know, um, you know, Googling things and um, going down through the, the video rabbit hole of like, oh, well, we recommend this. And then you start watching that and then you're, you know, two hours in and you realize you haven't done anything. Um, so this is really important to talk about because this is what you can control. When we talk about productivity and we talk about the ways that, um, that the, the things that get in the way of us actually being productive and doing the things we want to do to achieve our goals, we look at the interruptions and the distractions in our life. 
And content consumption is something that we very much could put a lot of control over. We can't really control the uh, environment around us. Um, I mean, we can obviously change our environment, but in terms of things that we can actively um, control, like you can't control if your coworker decides to interrupt you while you're, you know, working on something, but you can control whether you decide to read that um, article that someone just linked to in an email or um, watch the video that they sent as well. You know, like you can make those choices. So let me give you some bonus tips within this. If you know that you're going to be able to consume content at a certain time, and for me, I love doing it during meals. Um, I love consuming content at meals because I feel like I'm multitasking, even though like I very much am not doing that much. Um, and there's a start time and an end time to my lunch break. There's not like this wishy-washy, you know, like, well, I guess, you know, like I'll keep going, you know, where, um, where people get in trouble is they're like, oh, tonight I'll, I'll watch this or I'll read this tonight. Well, there's no specific boundaries that you've set for that. So, you know, something that you started watching or reading at seven o'clock, you could go until eight or nine or 10 or 11, you know, there, there's no boundaries. And so that's why I love the content consumption lunch break because there is a start and stop. And I'm able to be super productive before and after my lunch because I can trust that I will get to consume that content at the next, you know, meal break that I, you know, consume content at. So if for example, this morning I, I get several emails and I was doing, you know, my regular inbox zero uh, process and in it somebody had linked to a really nice PDF little ebook. It was like a 20 page ebook and it was so tempting for me to go ahead and consume all of that immediately, but that goes against the whole process of me getting to inbox zero and doing the things that actually make a lot of sense. So instead, I use read later apps. Um, there's a lot out there. Um, this isn't sponsored. I use Instapaper. I found that to be really um, useful because it kind of strips a lot of stuff out of the reading material. Um, and it takes uh, not just articles that you have online, but it'll save the PDFs and the videos and things that you want to consume later. So I use that. I use it for video too. Um, for video, I would also use YouTube. Uh, if you, any of the videos that you want to watch later are on YouTube, I will use the watch later um, list. I think that's what it's called, right? The watch watch later? Anyways, you can save it to a playlist and then you know it's it's there for you whenever you have time to actually watch it instead of immediately. And it's, um, it is a bit of a discipline. You do have to make that choice of, of not of delaying that gratification of consuming the content that you want to consume. But it's easier when you know that you've already set aside time to do this. You already have planned that while you're eating lunch or after you're eating lunch, you're going to read this or you're going to watch this. And it's, it's very, you know, um, easy to say this I know and then a bit more difficult in practice but try it out 
if you are tempted and you see like, oh man, I really want to just dive into these 30 pages right now. Or, oh, this article says it's going to take 30 minutes to read, which by the way, I love that articles now tell you how long it's going to take you to read. Like you can balance that out and be like, oh, well, I want to read it, but I do have time set aside for consuming this content later. And I can do that during a meal break or I can do it. Maybe you have a certain time that you read. I do have a reading block too. Um, outside of my lunch break, I actually don't do a really good job reading physical books while I'm eating lunch because there's so many things happening there. <laughs> and um, it's hard for me to concentrate. Whereas if I'm watching something, I can like look down at my meal and concentrate on what I'm eating and listen in to what is happening on the screen. So I definitely am more of a watching lunch breaker than a reading lunch breaker. But I have reading is a, a high priority in my life and I have an hour of reading set in my morning to allow me to read all the books that I would like to read and that that is set aside so when I run into a book or something else that I would like to read like if I get like a certain magazine in the mail that I would like to consume I know that there's a time for that so just like in your house there's a place for everything at least I hope there is. We can talk about Marie Kondo another day. But you should have a time for everything. Um, and I know that it feels like being productive can be like all work and no play, but that's not necessarily the case if you find the boundaries that you are willing to accept to have that play in your life or to have that work in your life. Just like it's important for you to set aside time to work, it's just as important for you to set aside time to play. And that way, you can really focus in on those things during those times and not feel like you're missing out on anything. So that was a lot of juicy tips. I hope you guys like consumed all of that. <laughs> um, speaking of content consumption, because it's good. Listen to this episode a second time. You might get something else out of it. I just really wanted to put my heart and soul into this one because it's it's a big deal. And this is really one of the core tenets of productivity. Um, and a second one would be the self-awareness and understanding your capacity for this discipline and understanding how you feel and like what makes the difference for you in what you choose to do and when you choose to do it. So content consumption lunch break is great for people who need those boundaries for their content consumption. And I certainly am one of them. I'm super productive, but I need to have boundaries for my content consumption. Absolutely. I love learning. I just love learning so much. And I love laughing. Like not everything is serious, guys. You already heard of, you know, a fun thing that I like to do uh, with my, um, podcast listening. So not everything is serious. Some days I have to be self-aware and recognize that right now I just need to laugh and put myself into a different state because I've been really serious for several hours. And so you have to recognize that and be self-aware um, when you're even choosing what content you are going to assume consume. Because the list of things that you can consume and watch and read is never ending. 
I wish I could say it is. There's no productive way really at this point in our technology-driven world to catch up on all the things that you want to watch and want to read. So really it's more about being aware of what your choices are and making choices based on how you feel and your energy level and what's going to make the most difference so that when the lunch break is over or the, the time that you have set, um, the boundary has been set is over and you're ready to actually go into work, you're in a good state of mind. So I know, especially if I'm doing something creative, it's helpful for me to do something a little light right beforehand so that I can really hone in on those um, thoughts and not feel like I'm already drained. Hopefully that makes a lot of sense. I know this is a bit of a longer episode, but it is so critical to your productivity. And I hope um, that you guys try this out if you haven't yet. Um, Try the content consumption lunch break. If this doesn't make sense to you, try making a, you know, a bounded time frame, you know, one hour in the morning or one hour in the evening where you're able to consume the content. And that will help you for the rest of your day because you'll know that there's a time and a place for that. So I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Rest of your week. I'm Marion Knopp, the online business systemizer at MarionKnopp.com. And I'll see you guys later. Bye.